へようこそ若者アニメはい、ということで It's just so very niche, I would say.、Um, we are going to be talking about BL. If you're not quite sure what BL is, it stands for Boys Love.、Um, it's basically just a part of the、uh, genres, I would say, that, you, that we talked about last time.、Um, if that episode airs before this one, that'll make sense.、Yeah. Um, but I want to include this additional disclaimer、um, that we will be talking about adult themes in this one, especially. In this one, because that is a lot of what BL is as far as、um, content offered.、Uh, there's also some that isn't too much,、um, which I will talk about in just a second, but I wanted to add this additional disclaimer that if you're sensitive to any of those topics,、um, sexually related or not, I would advise skipping this episode、um, or entering with caution, I guess.、Uh, if you、yeah. are here for LGBT, non yaoi, or yuri recommendations, I do have a suggestions list.、Um, these are the six best LGBTQ manga that aren't yaoi or yuri by CBR.com.、Um, I'm going to list them off really quick Claudine, a manga by Ryoko Ikeda. Um, who also published Rose of Versailles and Dear Brother. I haven't read any of these yet, by the way.、Um, Our Dreams at Dusk, Until I Meet My Husband, Love Me for Who I Am, Sweet Blue Flowers, which looks adorable, Blue Flag, which we've talked about before.、Um, so those are the six, Nan Yaoi and Yuri,、um, if you're looking for recommendations. So. And it's really good.、So、huh? I would recommend. I've read Blue Flag.、I、oh, right. And it's very good. Yeah. Yeah, I want to read it.、Um, I haven't bought the rest of it yet, but I do want to read it.、Um, so, before we get into like <laughs> basically listing off everything we've ever read or watched that's in BL,、uh, I wanted to talk about the concept of it. I literally just Googled this、um, because I was just so fascinated that it really just became its own whole genre of this like form of entertainment. It's And I found this basically this link. It says Fujimoto believes that BL in the general sense first emerged、um, as an adolescent boy's love in girls' manga in the 1970s.、Um, so, similar to what we see in a lot of anime and manga nowadays, which is like very based around like high school love stories, like a lot of the romance is high school based, which is fine and whatever.、Um, But for a lot of like, adults who are our age、um, or fans that have been, grown from kids into adults of anime and manga, like, give us some adult 
You know, like yeah. I want some adult romance because life is hard and <laughs> getting my romance from entertainment is just hard. Um, yeah. So, yeah, right. So this the original like sets of BL from the 70s offering depictions of strong bonds and erotic encounters between adolescent boys um, until the mid 60s. Most manga for girls was created by male artists um, noted to be sometimes an inaccurate portrayal of gay men. Um, and I think that that's super important for a lot of reasons. But one of the first reasons that I thought of when I read that was like men written by women are substantially better because it's written with the female gaze in mind. Um, yeah. So like when thinking about just romance in general, it's like they know how to appeal. Um, and for it to be written by male artists, it's just very interesting to think about because they are writing it obviously from the male gaze. Um, yeah. And then when I kept researching, um, this is just something that I kind of like braid dumped onto the page. Uh, but I think it's important to share that because of the potential inaccurate portrayal of gay men, I would personally hope that anybody reading BL in general is of sound mind and heart to recognize that it can be just as much of a fantasy as Twilight, um, like yeah. shiny vampires. <laughs> and unless you are within the LGBT community and specifically, obviously with BL, um, a gay man, you don't get a say whether it's inaccurate or not, unless you are within that. Yeah. Um, and it's very, very important to recognize, especially like, obviously we're coming from this with the adult perspective, but I sometimes like, and working with kids does this to my brain I, like, am constantly, like, worried about <laughs> the media that kids are consuming. But, like, you have to make sure that when you're going into media in general, um, that you're not fetishizing the things that you're seeing. Like, it's not um, something that you're just like, oh, wow, uh, how do I incorporate this into my real life? Like, this, that's not what this yeah. is for, you know? Like, this is for you to, like, enjoy reading it, enjoy watching it, moving on, Right. Um, and that could be said for literally any amount of things, but I feel like with topics like this, it's important to talk about, um, because it's been ignored for years upon years upon years talking about stuff like this. Um, so it's always good to like add that little extra, be considerate. Um, this is one of those where like, we're doing an episode on this because we are really entertained by BL. We just are like, oh yeah, like it's a, it's a genre, it's manga anime that we enjoy. Um, but it's also a whole community of topics to bring up within it. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I had. Uh, this, this is one of the things I might consider a more private aspect um, of the adult anime community. Not a lot of people talk about it outwardly. TikTok has made it very comfortable for people to talk about. Um, yeah. And even then, it's mostly just in like quick trends of like, here's what I recommend, which is how I've made my list so freaking long. <laughs> because I'll see those and I'll be like, okay, yeah. Um, so just take everything with a grain of salt, I would say, as far as all of this yeah. goes. Um, do you have any other words or did I sum it up very awkwardly and well? <laughs> no, you, you summed it up great, I think. <laughs> Thank you. You did amazing. I tried. I was just rambling, really. Wrote it all down, didn't right. read it, just read, just said it all. Um, not fair, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> yeah, I just want um, I want people to understand. Yeah, I'm like I want people to like understand that like yeah, it's a form of entertainment, but that's all it should be, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um. Okay, so 
really just right off the bat, manga versus anime BL, I feel like is such an interesting <laughs> aspect of this, as is everything. Um, yeah. Written for me hits differently. I really like reading um, BL, and I think that a lot of that goes for the fact that I love reading romance manga. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I know we've talked about it in the romance versus shonen episode that like mm-hmm. I prefer reading my romance that I found um, and that yeah that just stays the same for BL how about you do you prefer written or visual I mean re- realistically I thought I would have said reading mm-hmm. but apparently I don't read BL <laughs> as I found out yeah. when writing it out my list so i would assume i'm gonna have to say i guess watching since yeah i mean from the very last obvious list i have three whole bls (laughs) that's fair i Um, mean they're the best ones too the ones that you've seen so i would assume reading though because i do like romance Mm -hmm. in general i prefer to read yeah i don't know why it hits different you know yeah, written I romance. My BL mm-hmm. reading, I think probably I'm gonna say reading. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll transition eventually. Um, yeah, I don't have that much of a like array of things to basis. go off of. I guess I thought I had more. Yeah, I think too. Like I mean, in that. <sighs> there's something to be said about like holding a physical volume of anything. I'm such a physical book person. Um, finding physical BL is a little bit harder, especially with like Barnes and Noble is such like a mass large company. They don't really keep that in stock. Um, yeah. cause a lot of it can be so spicy that they just don't do that. You can order it online. Um, yeah, but the non spicy ones are accessible there too. Um, so real quick, most of this is going to be us listing all of these. Um, I hope that throughout us listing all of this, that people will find something that they really enjoy. Um, <clears throat> but we have both watched uh, the top three BL of our choice, I think, too. Uh, given Yuri on Ice and is it Hitori Hime, my hero? Okay. Um that one's cute as shit. I forget about that one, that too. One um, and yeah, then... Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, I've seen a few others besides that. Um, and you did just watch the first episode of Dakaichi, which we'll get into in a second. But based on those three that we have shared, seen, um, what is your favorite thing about each of those? Um, given, I... Well, I'm, like, a big fan of music. I mean... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but I play instruments and sing quite a bit. So. I knew you sang, but I, I didn't know you played any instruments. Me too. I play piano and violin. Um, oh my god! But, the skills—they're yeah, yeah. never ending, y'all. <laughs> um, so I think I was mostly at first. I was mostly interested because of the music, mm-hmm. um, was the same as why I was interested in. Um, in what? Uh, in July and April, that's the only reason oh, I started watching that. That's fair. That's totally fair. Um, I don't know. I want to watch Tact OP Destiny, I think. Oh, me too. That's that shit movie. looks pretty. Yeah. <laughs> looks so shit. pretty. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> um, 
Given, I think, was the music for me. The song is so beautiful and it made me cry like a fucking baby. Yeah, I rewatched um, it the other night. Shit hurts. Yeah. It makes me cry like a fucking baby. I, all I have to do is watch that scene and I'm in floods of tears. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Like, like, it doesn't even have to have context. Like, the other day it came up on my YouTube. It was just the song. And I was in fucking floods. I just watched a girl on TikTok do that, too. She's like, listen, I tried to listen to it for fun. Don't do it. I'm like, yeah, no, why I would you do that? I tried that. I tried to listen to it because I was like, it's a fucking no, good song. It is. No, absolutely not. No, it's Makes so sad. It's so goddamn it's sad. It's pretty sad. Um, so I think the music is so impactful in that one that mm-hmm. I enjoy it, not only because of the amazing like art and storyline to it. Yeah, it's freaking beautiful as well. I'm a big fan of music taking things to the next level i'm i'm the mm-hmm. kind of person that gets chills all the time when i listen to music yeah like full body chills yeah when i listen to good music i love that so that was yeah that was one of those moments where i was like fucking shit <laughs> that was game over oh <laughs> uh, what and about hitori jimei baby um i just thought it was really cute i liked the characters honestly Mm-hmm. I think they were all funny. Um, the couples were sweet too. Yeah, they are. The whole thing, yeah, it's just cute. It's just got a cute little vibe. It's got what? It's got a cute little vibe, I think. Yeah. Um, the only thing I would say is the age gap is a little strange to me because he's like what twenty something. He's a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. He's like twenty something. Mm-hmm. And like. The kid is like what, fifteen, sixteen? Fucking probably. Like Fucking probably. That. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's and I feel like that too, and we'll get into that too because there's others that I've watched that are like that. And it's such a fascinating concept that I'd love to know more about. Um as to like why it's a trope, well, you know? Okay. I want I do want to say and don't hold me like to this i'm mm-hmm. gonna look it up real quick before i say it okay <laughs> yeah because i know it's i know it's a trope that they use and i know that it's um a cultural difference as well um well i just don't okay, know in what so context I it i was correct the age of consent in japan is like 13 oh. so i think it's something to do with age of consent that's like probably like little, it it's like a little different because i know here Mm-hmm. is what like it's 18 18 mm-hmm. yeah like you well, have to be a legal adult 13. yeah um so, so i'm sure like it doesn't come across it it's probably just a cultural thing yeah that, like it it is and i think too because i've i think that and i don't have um too many people that i've seen say this but i do think that like it's still a topic of conversation too in, in Japanese culture yeah. of, um, or in the Japanese community about like, is this okay or not? Um, because it's a part yeah. of, um, their literal like laws. <laughs> They're like, obviously like, I think a topic that's being brought forth is like, is it still okay? Even though it's like, or is it just because it's a law, does it make it okay? You know? Um, yeah. so I think that's like a topic, but again, it's very much because it's from having multiple cultures look in on this like mass form of yeah. media of anime. Um, yeah, I think so, too. I mean, that would be the only reason I would think that they have so many like yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, like, anime and stuff like. And that they because, still 
bring up the topic of like uh, him being a teacher and him being a student at the same school. Yes. Even though he's not his yes. teacher then, specifically, like, they bring up the the teacher student yeah. dynamic and how it's not like okay. quote unquote yeah. okay, yeah, which it's not okay. But um, as far as when they bring up the age gap, they bring up that more often because that's their more relevant topic of conversation. Um, and then Yuri on Ice. What's your favorite thing about that? The whole thing. Same. <laughs> thing about that anime that I just like. Mm-hmm. The I second agree. that I saw Victor and Yuri together, I was like, oh, that's it. I meant to be. When you told me to watch that, I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, like that sounds cute as shit. And I did you. not expect to you. literally be fully immersed into the lo- into the loves of my life. <laughs> love them together i when they brought out those wedding rings oh my god are you shitting me i was done i was fucking finished on the floor yeah they're perfect did you see the fucking tiktok i sent you that's him buying the rings and the audio over is like being gay is expensive or whatever yeah i I cannot i ship them too so hard yeah like one of my most favorite make couples. I yeah. so cute. Yeah, it's freaking perfect. The fact that Victor fell in love with him while he was like drunk. Trashed. Party, yeah. Love that. That's my dream. <laughs> That's my dream. I want somebody to see me just like turning the fuck up and they're like, that one. <laughs> yeah, at my worst. I need someone yeah. to see me when I'm fucking awful. Catch me while like, I'm falling to the ground and be like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. Yeah, seriously. Um, Every person person ever. Um, I think, too, something to be said about these three is that they're all canon relationships. Yeah. (laughs) That's which is just so hard to come by. Um, Apparently. So, which, you know what? That's another freaking appeal of uh, BL, Yuri and Yaoi and otherwise. Like, canon relationships hit different like you just you're like thank god (laughs) thank god that these two that have been eyeballing each other for three episodes are actually in love and talk about it instead of just continually eyeballing each other talking about in our shonen versus romance romance kind of episode yeah i was like you know it's unrealistic (laughs) yeah these people to not all in love with each other. Like, Cannot it's say, so unrealistic. Hey, I like you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like BL is so great because it actually delivers yeah. on it. Delivers. Like, That's a good yeah. word. Mm-hmm. This is for you. Yes. Yuri on Ice is also a good example of, like, adult, uh, adult romance, like, satisfaction. Because... It's not about, like, going to class and dealing with, like, a love triangle. It's just, like, these two men fell in love and they're dealing with their adult problems. Yeah, their adult problems are ice skating, but professionally. So there's a lot to be dealt with. Yeah. Um, It's their job to be dealing with ice skating. Um, So we'll talk about Daikaichi in a second. The other two that I want to mention that I've watched, um, Junjo Romantica and Super Lovers, they both fell around the same time of me watching them. Um, and it, they were me coming off of Yuri on ice. 
Um, and I was like, oh, like, I want to watch more BL. Like, that'll be fun. And I knew from the descriptions that I was not really going to love these, but I watched them anyway. <laughs> that was my own fault. Um, <laughs> Super Lovers. Let's talk about that one first. Anybody that's watched these already fucking knows. So I have not. So I to don't. Literally don't. Um, they are a 6.96 score on on my anime list. Uh, that's fair. I'd probably also give it like a 6 maybe. Maybe more like a 6, not a 6.9. Um, and that is solely for the fact that like it's pretty. Um, and in theory, it was a good idea. Uh, I'll read you the synopsis. Upon hearing news that his mother was on the verge of death, Haru Kaido, the eldest son of the family, flies all the way to Canada. The moment he arrives, he learns that not only did his mother fool him, but he's also supposed to take care of his adoptive brother, Ren Kaido, um, an antisocial kid who feels more comfortable around dogs than people. Sounds super innocent, right? There's some yeah. family drama. He's got to take care of his little brother. Cool. He's adopted. Great. He hangs out with the dogs. Also great. Very funny aspect of the story, to be fair. Because the kid is literally, like, outside in the mud, like, being a dog. <laughs> it's yeah. very funny. Um, due to his brother's distrustful nature, Haru initially has a hard time reaching out to Ren, but their relationship eventually grows. He makes a promise that they will live together in Japan after Haru graduates from high school. However... Due to an unfortunate accident, Haru loses all memories of the summer they spent together, including the promise he made. But five years later, Ren shows up in Tokyo um, and Haru thinks he's just like some random guy claiming to be his brother. So they go through all of that drama. This description makes it sound so innocent. It's not. <laughs> um, Ren is significantly younger than Haru. Um... I can't remember by how much at this point. Um, but enough to where visually not great to look at. Um, yeah. And, but there, I, and I think that if they had just played it like slightly more innocent, um, yeah, it would have been fine. And Haru is like, his personality is like a child. Um, yeah. and that basically, speaks a lot to the fact that he didn't have a childhood really, um, which it goes more into in the show. Uh, but he also has two other brothers. Um, I think his brothers are twins. I don't know. He's got two other brothers um, that weren't raised with Ren, I don't believe. And yeah. um, they are like, your relationship with Ren is weird. Like, why are you like this? Why are you harassing him? Um, yeah. And, but then Ren also falls into this aspect of, like, wanting to be in Haru's life. Uh, he goes through, like, the not wanting to be there. They get in a fight and he's like, I'm leaving. Meh. And, yeah. <laughs> which is, like, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> but, and, like, the other brothers also start to take a liking to Ren in, like, a regular brotherly way. Um but then Ren also, like, eventually, like I said, eventually falls into this, like, I want to be in Haru's life. Um, like, yeah. I'm fine with this. And he is of consenting age in Japan, um, in the anime. Uh, it's just, it's so interesting. I don't really know how to describe it. It's not like, 
it doesn't do anything horrible or gross or super weird. Um, yeah. But it is a lot to take in for one of my first yeah. BLs. Um, I would recommend that if people are interested in that kind of aspect of anime, of like the BL, the age gap anime, go watch it. Um, I, I did like it better than I liked Junjo Romantica, um, which we'll talk about in a second, but, and it ranks better than that on my anime list. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm forgetting anything else about it. Do you have any questions for me about this one? (laughs) No, it. I mean, I trust all your opinions, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. I think for me, oh, this the biggest thing that I had about this one was, <clears throat> legality aside, it felt very groomy. <laughs> um, okay. And that, obviously, being in the era that we are um, of social media and talking about important topics we talk about grooming quite a bit on the internet. Um, and I think that that is why it was more prevalent in my mind. Um, and it felt very like this was a grooming situation. Wasn't really addressed in that way. And it probably should have been. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, and I think in some ways it was, if I remember correctly, in some ways it was obviously without using that word. Um, it was, but then that still ended in Ren going like, no, like I want to be in his life. Um, which yeah, consenting teenager. Take take that with that what you will, I guess. Uh, so that's super lovers. I don't really recommend either of these to anybody, but yeah, it's definitely. I feel like I'm happy that I've seen it, but I won't ever rewatch it. Um, and it was. I feel like I'm happier that I saw it in the beginning of my anime journey. You know, uh, it very much desensitized me to a lot. <laughs> Both of these. Um, I Like I said, I did like that story better than Junjo Romantica. Um, I think. Mm-hmm. No, I lied. <laughs> I think I liked this one. I, I think I liked Junjo Romantica better than I liked Super Lovers. So, this one ranks 7.57. Um, again, I'd drop it down to just like an even seven, probably. Um, Misaki yeah. Takahashi is a regular high school student preparing for university entrance exams. A bit older. I think he's like 17. Um, or maybe 17 turning 18. Whatever it is. Uh, his older brother is falling in love and about to get married. Uh, and yeah. because of that... Uh, Misaki has to go live with his brother's best friend who is in love with his brother, like Misaki's older brother. Uh, we kind of learned that like all right in the beginning and Misaki's friend, Misaki's older brother's friend is named Akihiko. Uh, he's a famous author. He writes, uh, I guess BL and other things. Um, he writes naughty stuff and it follows their love story of him living together with him. Um, and then two other like side character love stories, which are kind of cute. Um, all of which yeah. though are a little like, here's some age gap. Here's some personality gap. And mostly the age gap is representative of the personality gap. Um, 
just kind of in their daily lives and what it requires and blah, blah, blah. I think the thing about this one, yeah, this one definitely is easier to, easier pill to swallow. The thing about this one is that, um, it is, it plays into these, like the trope of like denial, I guess. And it's like, yeah. if you are, you live with this person and you love this person, just love that person, you know? <laughs> Um, and I think that's probably what annoyed me the most about this one besides, um, the, like, I think too, with this one, it brings up the age gap a lot and it sh doesn't need to, it's not as prevalent. Um, and they okay. make it feel like it's supposed to be and it's not. So I would probably recommend this one before I would recommend the other. Okay. Um, do you have questions for me about this one? <laughs> no, I, okay. I mean... I obviously always want to know your recommendations and I trust them yeah. wholeheartedly. So if you would not recommend them. Yeah. I would say if you want to watch one, watch Junjo before you watch Super Lovers. Um, yeah. I think, God, I wish, I think the part that I like the most about Super Lovers is I think he like opens a restaurant and it's really cute. All of that part is really cute. Um, so there were other aspects outside of the bedroom <laughs> that were yeah. good. Um, okay. Let's talk about Dakaiji. You only saw the first episode. Yeah. <sighs> um, I think it was cute. How do you feel? <laughs> you think it was cute? I think it was cute. Yeah, I think it was cute. Would you I... keep watching it? I would watch it, yeah. I don't think I would watch it, like, um, you know, like I watched Fruits Basket or, like, mm -hmm. fucking Fruit, like... <laughs> Um, yeah, true. I don't think I would watch it like that. Mm -hmm. But I do think, like, I would throw it on and off and, like, mm -hmm. pick it up and put it down. Mm -hmm. And it's um, easy for that. It's a good one for that. Yeah. It kind of, like, kind of, like, How to Keep a Mummy, but I like it more than How to Keep <laughs> If that makes Fair. any sense. Yes, no, it does, for sure. I, uh, I feel like, <clears throat> like I said, it's a good one that you can, like, pick up and put down. I don't think that there's much about it where you like need to know what happened in the previous episode um yeah so it is one where you can just be like oh this is nice <laughs> yeah. it's a little intense for that kind of attitude but <laughs> which you gather from the first episode though right away yeah yeah no it's very like that's a very like upfront kind of vibe to it it's like yeah. this is what it is um, yeah, yeah take it or leave it yeah <laughs> Yeah, you either like it or you don't like it. So mm -hmm. I feel like it's very, um, it's like very honest as to how it is. So yeah, for those who've never heard, it's heard of it. It's on Crunchyroll. It might be on other things too. Um, it's called Dakaichi. I'm being harassed by the sexiest man of the year. Um, sounds very random and funny when you read the title, uh, but it's literally about these two actors, and one of them used to be number one sexiest man of the year all the time. And then he got bumped to number two and lo and behold, they're working together. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, it's re I really like this one. And I forgot that I really liked it because I remembered the intensity of the first episode and it being one of my first BL. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> like they can put this on television. Um, yeah, they can. It's really not, it's not as horrible as I'm probably making it out to be, but also like, yeah, it is. 
<laughs> it only gets worse from what you saw, Shannon. I love that. I'm so excited. <laughs> and worse, yeah, worse in a good way. Um, but the the developments too um, made individually and within their relationship are also really good. Yeah. So I greatly appreciate Daikaichi. Um, and it's only 13 episodes. So not bad. Yeah, which is a bias. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Okay, yeah, we covered that. Okay. Good Lord. Here we go. I want to hear from you before I get into my very long, annoying list. Um, because I've been talking a lot and I need to shut up. <laughs> you know. Uh, what are this is more of the adult topics we were talking about earlier what are your um bl onlines that you've read i like the ones that i've read online um i have watched i think mine are all pretty like uh like well known yeah does that make any sense yeah it does Um, online wise i have Bed BJ Alex, which is so fucking good. It was worth the money. Fucking worth all of the money that I spent on it. I yeah. I loved it. Hell yeah. I, uh, I can't wait to spend more of my money on so, it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I thought the characters were so sweet together. The storyline was really cute. Um, like, it was it was just good vibes all around. So, I liked that one. Yeah. Um... Then Painter of the Night, I'm like, I want to say I'm like halfway through that one. Really, I actually am very much enjoying it. Okay. It's a little, um, it's a little like Stockholm <coughs> Syndrome kind of okay. vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoy it. Yeah. And then Stalking, I completely finished. That was a fucking roller coaster and a half. Let me fucking tell you something. I bet. <coughs> yeah, that was a. Paul Arthur on the coaster. The story, like, is very well written, though. Mm. Um, it's extremely graphic. Um, yes, I remember us talking about that. Yeah. There are so many iconic moments in it. Um, I I did actually enjoy reading it. But it was very well done. I liked the art style. And you know me, if I don't like the art style, I won't be reading it. Yeah, opted out immediately. Big fucking baby. I feel that though. <laughs> um, yeah. killing stalking. Did you read that one online? You said. I did. Oh, duh. okay, okay, okay. I haven't read that one yet. Um, it's pretty good. It's one of those that I feel like, based on what you've told me, I'm just like so fascinated of how people can come up with stories like that because, like. We yeah. see fucked up shit in the news all the time. Like, yeah. Uh, odd reasons people decide to become murderers and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not really surprised that people can think up this stuff, but also sometimes I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, whoa. It's, no, it's a lot. It's, it's pretty good, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of, like, that kind of, um, like, horror. Yeah. slash like kind of suspense yeah stuff because that's what i if i if i'm not watching anime i'm watching similar things to like that mm-hmm. so that was probably why i liked it so much i thought like the storyline was just really good um yeah. it had a lot of twists and turns like some of them were very predictable and mm-hmm. some of them are very unpredictable and i was like holy shit 
I love that. So yeah, I was super invested. <coughs> um, well, all three of them, I really enjoy reading them. Don't. I don't have enough time to read more. If I have more time, <laughs> that's also that's yeah. That I feel like is one of the hardest parts about this in general. Like especially reading. Yeah. BL, but also just like reading manga online. It's just, yeah. it costs a lot of money. Yeah. You have a little unread list too. Do you want to talk about those? I do. I actually just saw a lot of them on TikTok because that's where I basically get everything. Same. Um, any recommendations is from TikTok. But if anybody has any recommendations for BL, you can send them to me on either my Instagram or the Common Anime Instagram because would be very interested. Mm-hmm. Um, but full volume, unintentional love story, path to you, nineteen days, love or hate, Mister Perfect, one hundred percent, and I want to say, Rise wa Taningali, I think. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. all of those sound very interesting, and they look very interesting. Yeah, all of those I think are also on my list, minus like one or two. Yeah, I have to like cut them. Punch them down. Mm-hmm. You have quite a few on your unread list, though. Bruh. <laughs> my lists are absurd. Um, I'll talk about my unread list first. So my unread online, like I said, a few of ours overlap. Hollow Lovers, Mr. 100% Perfect, Restless, Bitten by Moonlight, On Doorstep, Kimiro Eden. I don't even know where to start trying to pronounce this one, but I'm going to fucking try to in a minute. Um, I'll do the others. Sugar Dog Life, Sweetest Man, Mistaken Lover, A Guy Like You, The Ideal Relationship, and then also Rise Rise Wa Tanengali. Okay. The other one is Toshishita Karashi. I can't say the last part. <laughs> I just, I'm not, I'm going to fuck it up. So Google that and you'll find the rest of it, I'm sure. Uh, and then my unread also translates into Barnes and Noble volumes that I want to read, um, that are just sitting in my cart until further notice. Seven Days, Fangs, Cast Haven, Case Cast, Finder, Blue Morning, Hanger, Ten Count, Decoboco, Sugar Days, Replay, and I'm going to try and say this correctly, Koimo no Gatari, maybe, (laughs) maybe that's it, uh, I am really pumped about all of those. I've seen such good reviews about all of those, but literally every time I go to the bookstore, half of those aren't even in there. Half of those I think they only sell online, and I assume that that's because of the spice level. Um, but so I just thought have. of a really I, funny... And then my books are million. Yeah? Ooh. Okay, yeah. maybe I should find one of those. I don't think we have one of those near me, but maybe I'll go when oh, we're down when there. come down, we can go. Yeah, yeah. I want physical copies of all of these, and I am the worst because I'm like, I don't want to lose my chance to just go to the bookstore. And if I just start ordering online, that takes away my bookstore like mm-hmm. dates with myself. So, <laughs> um, seven days, fangs, cast Haven and replay are the only ones that I've ever seen in any of the bookstores. And it's never the first volume or the second. It's always like the fifth. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are my unread. <laughs> my red. Yeah. So my red that I have physical copies of. Of uh, or of? Of. <laughs> of. Black or white. Just finished that one. Very good. Only read the first 
volume, so we'll see. Fourth generation head, very good. I cannot emphasize this enough. Very good. So <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Given, haven't read it, it is on my bookshelf. Uh, Cherry, my destiny, fucking cute as shit, dude. It, I've only read the first volume. It is about these two chocolatiers. <laughs> well, one's a chocolatier. Yeah. He makes Western chocolate desserts, and the other one makes traditional Japanese sweets. I, love I do not need to go into further detail. That is adorable already. Okay. Um. It's freaking cute. Anyways, um, I hear the sunspot. I have not started yet, but I did just buy all three volumes because what the fuck else am I going to do? I've heard of that. You have to show me if it's good. I want, yeah, I want it to be good so bad. I'm very nervous because I've been avoiding buying it because I'm just nervous. Um, but I do think after reading a sign of affection, I think that I will like it better. Um, it's both, they both involve deaf main characters. Um, And I think that I was like, okay, well, I read A Sign of Affection, so I'm not going to read this one solely because A Sign of Affection, I think, is happy. And I think I hear the sunspot is not. And it makes me nervous, but I don't know for sure. So we'll find out. The next one, I actually just finished volume one last night. I don't know if it's a BL or not yet. Um, it might just be like a cutesy vampire (laughs) manga, but it's the vampire and his pleasant companions. Um, it's pretty cute so far. It's (laughs) the guy, the main guy turns into a bat during the day and back into a human at night because he's not like a full fledged vampire. (laughs) And, um, I, I can't tell if it's a BL yet, but his, his bat form is really cute. So there's, there's that. Um, your physical copies that you've read is just given, right? Yeah. Only given. Do you prefer, do you prefer that over the anime? Yes. Okay. Okay. Is it because of the art style? Yeah. It's Mm. really pretty. It's so gorgeous. Not that the art style in given is bad. Mm -hmm. I just didn't. (laughs) expect to like it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Fair. Like, in comparison. So. Yeah. Especially, I think uh, Mafuyu is the one that like gets me the most because he looks the most different. Mm. Okay. Uh, in the anime, he looks very, like, he looks a lot more childish, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, they try to like, make him um, seem more like, innocent. Yeah, while I feel like in, a, in, a, in the manga, he looks more adult. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess not even like adult, but like more like a an older teenager as he is. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like what sometimes what I've noticed they try to do is they try to make it seem more innocent to make it seem just like, yeah, like there's, this is going to sound weird. Um, like there's like the, the power dynamic between the, the couple and it's like, that doesn't, that's yeah. not always accurate. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how it works all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, um, <coughs> it's a trope that no, does it. Huh? I'm a fan of how, how he looks in the manga. Yeah. Yeah. More I've only seen the art, but I, I agree. Yeah. I haven't read given yet all the way. Um, 
I apologize for this list. It's so long. Um, it's not as long as me I feel like my, it is. Me with my manga collection. <laughs> so we have both read BJ Alex, but I have not finished it. I feel like it's the one of the most recommended BLs that I've ever heard of. Um, it was the first BL that I'd ever seen recommended to me online. So I was like, okay, well, I'll read it eventually. And then I really started getting into BL and you and I talked about it for the first time. And you were like, have you read BJ Alex? Yeah. I was like, no, um, it's expensive. So I'm not done with it yet, but I'll get there. <laughs> my, let me talk about my top three before I just derail entirely. So my top three, um, no love zone, dangerous convenience store, full volume, no love zone, uh, ongoing and censored, adorable. It's a workplace romance. And I believe I think it's from childhood enemies and I can't remember because I, I don't want to spoil it. So I'm not going to say anything more than that, but I do think that yeah. that is accurate. Um, it's obviously a dark and a blonde duo, you know, obviously. Uh, yeah. and then I, you can find that on Manta. Manta is my favorite spot so far. Um, next one, dangerous convenience store, not on Manta. If you get what I'm saying, um, dangerous convenience store is literally what it sounds like. So the guy is working in a convenience store, but it's like heavily visited by gang members. Um, it's ongoing. It's somewhat uncensored. The first chapter is uncensored completely. Uh, just a warning yeah. for everybody involved. Um, this is one of my faves. It's one of the few where the protagonist like isn't like, oh, what about a man being with a man? He's just like, I'm gay. I don't really try to hide it. When the mafia member is like, not mafia member. The gang guy is like, you've been with a guy? He's like, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um. So I just really appreciated that moment. It's also one of those moments, you know how we were talking about like how there's just now the broodier and the like more pure type or whatever. Yeah. It, it gives you that, but, like, not, not in a, like, I'm cowering because he's the bigger, like, gang guy. Like, he is in the beginning, like, cowering because he's working in a convenience store visited by gangs. Um, but, like, when he, the broodier one, I can't remember his freaking name right now. Um, but he, well, he's so, like, snappy. Yeah. And it's very it's very funny and it creates the dynamic that I feel like I'm not entirely used to all the time, so that's fun. Mm -hmm. And then full volume. This is the absolute horniest BL I've ever read in my life. <laughs> I I've heard good things about that. So. It's very good. It's very horny. It's yeah, this is definitely in my top three. Um, they're neighbors, and they go through a misunderstanding. One neighbor idolizes the other, but doesn't realize that that's who his neighbor is. Um, that alone, hilarious story, hilarious plotline. Um, it doesn't have any story updates since September 23rd, but they did do a Halloween picture on November 2nd, so hopefully they will come back with some more. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed this one. If you read another one soon, I hope it's that one. And I hope we can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Cause I really liked it. So my other ones, I'll try to just skim over them. Lucky paradise, big apple, love so pure. And the director who buys me dinner. Um, those are ones that I have finished. 
yeah, The Director Who Buys Me Dinner, very cute. I literally just completed it the other night, and it is completed as well. It's soft with minimal spice. Um, excuse me. It has a really good plot, um, and it's cute as shit. The plot itself, so, like, Director Who Buys Me Dinner doesn't even begin to cover it. It is really cute, um, but it's like a... God, how do I describe it? One guy is cursed um, and he's lived like four lifetimes or something like multiple lifetimes. Um, So it's about finding love within those lifetimes. It's very cute. Um, That one you can find on Manta. Uh, Love So Pure. This one was one I found on TikTok. It's uncensored and ongoing. It features two couples. Um, There's the main couple, which is like the most of the first chapters. And I think it starts into the second couple after a while, which is the part that I'm on now. Big Apple. Also good. These are all really good. I'm so sorry that this is just a lot of me talking at you. (laughs) Good. I just, I'm not well versed in BL. I literally did the same thing that I did as soon as you got me an anime. It's like I took it and I fucking ran with it. <laughs> I just haven't yeah. put it down since. Um, yeah. Which is why I haven't watched a lot of anime recently because I'm just reading a bunch of BL. Um, mm-hmm. So Big Apple, Secret Intelligence Sniper, uh, and keeps that information from his lover. There's a big twist involved. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to say a lot. Uh, but it does get to the point of like, oh, well, like, should we break up to protect each other sort of questions internally? Obviously, they don't fucking say it out loud. Why would they? (laughs) Um, Takes away the purpose. Lucky Paradise. I don't remember loving this one, but I do remember it being good. He's late to class. He bumps into his senior. Um, The senior plays volleyball and has what I assume is his current lover, but potentially ex-lover on the team. Um, So there's some jealousy involved. It's very cute yeah. in that aspect. <sighs> Last ones. <laughs> uh, Robert X Lover on Lesin Comics. Haven't finished it. Just started it, really. Uh, Tappy Tune, Cherry Blossoms After Winter. Just started it. Uh, I think it's going to be cute. We'll see. Um, Tapas, Eyes on Me. It's incomplete, but on. I think it is ongoing currently. Um, it's yeah. all right. I don't love that one too much. Um, okay. Oh, Correction. I did really like it, but with it being incomplete, it's one that I don't really go back to versus the ones on my Manta, which we'll talk about in a second. Takeoff is on Webtoon and it's very good. It I got through that in a few hours. Yeah. Um, I would recommend that one. That one is freaking adorable. Anyways, <laughs> I'm so passionate about this. I need to chill. My recommendations on Manta... <laughs> that are all ongoing except for a good day to go crazy is completed. Um, that one is pretty freaking spicy. Um, but the relate, like it's that one made me cry. Like <laughs> I haven't cried reading any of these except for this one. So that I'll, that's where I'll leave that. <laughs> Um, and, and for those that like to basically read just like fanfic, that one involves like an idol, basically, uh, not a real one, uh, but it's, it's like an idol, not fan relationship. So that's cute. Semantic error, love jinx, and the new recruit, impeccable. 
impeccable stories, semantic, all of our, all of which are ongoing. I literally read a new recruits new chapter today. <laughs> um, well, time of recording this. All of those, like I said, are on Manta. So I think that's it. <laughs> An impressive list, though. Yeah. Me with my fucking... Me with my manga. Yeah. I'm so sorry in advance to everybody that just listened to me simply name things, but I hope that you find something that you enjoy amongst all of the BL that I just named. Um, like I said, with things that I would recommend, sharing my destiny, cute, could get a physical copy and just fall in love. Um, if you want something super spicy, full volume and BJ Alex, or if you want just romantic with a little spice, love so pure. Um, and if you want to cry, a good day to go crazy. <laughs> that shit hurt, dude. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. I was crying in the club for real. <laughs> I don't know if I've read anything recently. Maybe like cry, cry. I know. I didn't really expect it to, but damn. And I th- I thought for a while, like, oh, it's just like, it's going to be sad. Like, I know what's happening. Um, but reading it, it hit different for sure. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, that's literally it. Do you have any other like suggestions for people getting into BL or what, or your journey with BL? Or are you just like, yeah, I like it. And it's part of the list. <laughs> I think I haven't really delved in to it enough to mm-hmm. have like much of an opinion on it. I feel like I was, I feel like I was delving into it because I watched, what did I watch first? That's in my notes section because you know me, all my fucking lists. Um, fun fact, so all of you guys know, I keep a list. Of every everything. single thing. Of everything. Things I've watched with ratings. Manga I've read. All the manga I keep. All of my anime order. Every single thing has a list. It's impressive. It's very yeah, impressive. Cool. Thing is, though, if you met me in real life, <laughs> I would not fucking come across as that kind of person. <laughs> Which, The way you I am so the most funny. disorganized person you will ever fucking meet. I would forget my head if it wasn't attached to my goddamn body. But if you were to look at the amount of lists and how organized I am with things that I actually enjoy. It's because, I was about to say, it's because you're taking the time to do your lists for your manga and your anime and your figures that you don't have time for lists for anything else. They're least priority. It's crazy then. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I I'm literally known like at work to be forgetful. Like that is what I'm known for is to be forgetful. But you're a bit so glad I'm organized in my own personal life. I'm actually pretty proud of it. Yeah, as you should. Anyway, be. <laughs> um, I I I watched Given first, and then straight after that I watched Your and I. And although technically mm. it's not a BL, I did watch Banana Fish. So it was all very much mm. like I was getting on the train, but I never fully boarded. Yeah. <laughs> and left. So, <laughs> that is a great metaphor. Yeah. Oh, you my know, God. Um, boarded, that's totally fair. Uh, yeah. Let's, you know what? Let's talk about Banana Fish before we close this thing up. Not, mm-hmm. 
not a BL simply because it's not centered around the relationship and because the relationship never is canonically said out loud. But Mm -hmm. it, there are things in anime and manga in general and really everything in general that when people create things amongst the fandom, most of the time it's just like, Oh yeah, no, that's just like what the fandom made up in their minds. It Mm -hmm. is the most collective agreement that I've ever seen amongst any fandom in all of my fandoms, including star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Marvel, DC, all of it that, Ash and Eiji are a canon couple, whether or not they made it that way in the show or in the manga. <laughs> oh, 100%. Because they are in love with each other, and aside from the kiss right away that involved mm-hmm. another a following plot, it, like, that's not it. it. Like, that has nothing to do with it, you know? Like, yeah, it was like, whoa, but it was not... But of the time, I don't even remember the kiss. Mm-hmm. I always forget they kiss until I see the video. Yeah. I see it to TikTok. Yeah. Or I watch it. Because it's literally irrelevant. Kiss. Yeah. Compared to the way that they treat each other throughout the rest of the thing. it And in Yuri on Ice, we get the the like beautiful eyes of like falling in love, you know, from both yeah. Yuri and Victor in two different instances. And we get those same eyes in Banana Fish uh, from Ash to Edgy. Yeah. So it's just like the most collective agreement amongst a fandom that I've ever seen. And I've I've never like looked up whether or not the writers and creators have confirmed or denied because most of the time they don't. Um, In general, they just don't address it. But I feel like if I wanted to get any confirmation from any anime or manga it would be that one just for pure validation purposes um and no other reason so i mean um i do i do forget the name so it it could be also really fucking pointless for me to say (laughs) but there is um i forgot what the fucking name of it's called there is like a side manga though Mm -hmm. of, of you know i sent it to you on tiktok but edgy never really moves on from ash oh yes mm-hmm and he's like super depressed. So in a sense, although that's not like a hundred percent confirming right. thing, it kind of does in a way because Yeah, it like, does. If there was nothing to get over. Right. Be, yeah. Yeah, it does. And I think that that also like is such a point of I would say contention too. It's like why was there no we don't need confirmation because it was there, you know? We as human yeah. beings know that everything that we witnessed just like throughout that was love. Like that was love without a doubt, no matter what. And we as human beings know that. So there's really no need for us to have validation because it's there. Um, But at the same time, it's just one of those things that I think anime fans in general, we never get the validation. So not having it in something so obvious is like, why, you know? No, I get that. Um, so I guess, yeah, I guess that's it. I just needed to like banana fish tangent for a second. I love that freaking anime so much. I might rewatch that and I think I'll hurt myself if I do that. I don't know. <laughs> I know I'll hurt myself. That. Yeah. I want to so bad though. I think because I like them so much. 
There's people probably screaming at their car radio or something now saying, don't do it. Um, my only thing to leave everybody with is a quick seasonal mention that neither of us have watched yet. Probably won't for a while. Um, we're fucking busy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the night beyond the tri-cornered window. Uh, I just keep seeing people telling me to watch it on TikTok, obviously. Um, <clears throat> so I'm like, maybe eventually I will. Um, I feel yeah. bad saying that because it's a seasonal and people like to talk about it like right now because it's coming out right now. But I ain't got time for that, y'all. <laughs> no. I'm working on it, no. but I ain't got time right now. So Night Beyond, Tri-Cornered Window, heard great things. Um, I have heard spicy things, too. So it's probably up there with, like, Dakaiji on spice level as far as, like, yeah. being so widely produced, you know, not just, like, mm-hmm. on a weird website or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, And that's really it about BL, y'all. I hope you really enjoy the recommendations. Um. Shannon, if you want to prep your socials, I'll prep. I'll go ahead and tell them my personal. You guys can find me personally at C Jerica on Instagram and TikTok or at C Jerica 95 on Twitter. I'll also take this time to plug my Star Wars podcast. So if you're a nerd amongst multiple fandoms, you guys can follow at Kessel Run Weekly over on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And our old host, Danny, um, streams on Twitch at Wookie Dan, um, and you'll find the moderator in there is also one of our main hosts on the channel. We talk about lots of different cool Star Wars stuff. We have uh, Clone Wars commentary that comes out every other Wednesday. Right now we're covering the Bad Batch, and then our main channel episodes come out every other Friday. So please go check out the Star Wool. Shannon, do you have your socials ready? Yeah. Um, so you can find me on TikTok at Shannon with a C underscore anime art. And then you can also find me on Instagram. That will be Shannon with a C underscore anime underscore art. Um, pretty much the same um, things on each one. Uh, my art, my tattoos, my figures and manga. So if you're interested, you can check me out. It's dope as shit okay um her art specifically go blow up her art because it's incredible and she doesn't think so so we love supportive fans um (laughs) go follow us at nakamino anime underscore podcast on instagram and nakamino anime podcast on tiktok uh hopefully we'll have some tiktoks up for you guys soon i'm working on a little collab with some cosplay mutuals so Look forward to that, and it might already be posted by the time this episode posts, to be fair. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Shannon, for being here as usual, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.